0: met josh through aaron actually because those two had been friends since what high school younger i mean middle school i think uh, i think we
1: originally met through uh through church well i say yeah we knew each other at church i mean since kindergarten yes yes, yes. well you you went to school with me in kindergarten Mm -hmm. then left like i don't know you just left uh, no. You packed your bags and to journey to say, Yeah. you your Bilbo
0: Baggins. Spot the height. Unfortunately, we do not have Bilbo Baggins with us. AKA Josh Brewer, he is still off in retirement land because Josh the old man had retired from the podcast after a year and a half or so. old man Josh is just gonna be old man Josh. Love you, Josh. <laughs> A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to another episode of User Your Podcast in December of 2020. During the time of COVID, Coronas, and all that is fun regarding masks, quarantine, isolation, and all that goes with it. Yes. Were you just trying to sing a song there? Isolation, yeah, by Alter Bridge. Fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. So we're here again and... Today, I want to make something very clear. Uh Uh-oh. So, I saw a video recently uh, that someone posted on Facebook that they posted on their TikTok. No, I do not browse TikTok. So, if it had been on TikTok only, I would never have seen said video. But they put it on Facebook. So, I was like, okay, fine. I watched it. My first reaction to it and aaron can attest this because he has seen this as well is that the zooming in on it is cringy (sighs) and then the content itself well that's what we're going to talk about we're not going to talk so much about the cringe of the zoom in and making the face a potato face and (laughs) and i'll say this i know this person i was roommates with this person in college i really like this person he has a podcast as well, Threads podcast. So when we're not punching up at him, although they do say if you punch at people, punch up and not punch down. So I mean, yes, we'd be punching up, so that'd be okay. But we're not punching at him. This isn't a a reason to attack. It's just the fact that he put out something. Uh, content wise, and it's like, all right, let's critique the content. And we're not critiquing the person in this regard. We're not saying that this person is an uh, idiot or no. anything like that. Again, on the heels of talking about loving a person, you can't love a person and then call them an idiot at the same time. In fact, if you look in the Bible, you know, that's akin to uh, hatred, which is akin to murder by calling them an idiot. Oofta. Yeah. So, love <laughs> and calling someone an idiot completely different things. Um, but that's just how it goes at times. So, that being said, uh, the video in constant in question here, there's no visual elements that you need to be aware of. So, besides the zooming in, you don't need to be aware of the zooming in. You know, but <laughs> uh, so I'll link to the video in in, in the the show notes. A, as the fact that we're not taking anything out of context. And B, if you agree with them, so be it. You agree with them. Uh, You can disagree with us. That's all. That's your right as a person to do so. All we ask is that the conversation be about the topic, not the person. And again, I can disagree. All I want with this person does not mean I do not like them. does not mean I hate them. I am just merely discussing... The topic that they brought up, without discussing them. So when we get into this, um, I, I may say he says a point or says something like that. And, you know, Eric may say the same thing, but we're not saying like he, as in he is an idiot. He said this, blah blah blah. It's more along the lines of he just said that. Said this that. is what this, this is, is literally he, he this did. is what the, he said. So I mean, okay, that's what he said. It's not a, a condemnation or an attack on him. Uh, him being Ben and him being, uh, Ben Crocker, uh, since I met you once. Yes, you did. So Ben, if you listen to this again, I don't hate you or anything. I I just happen to have a different opinion than you on your little TikTok video. Again, I understand you get what, like 60 seconds to say what you're going to say. So maybe you couldn't be as uh, thorough as you would like to be. But that also does lend credence to the fact that, and this isn't a Ben thing, this is a everything thing, that sometimes the delivery mechanism in which we try to deliver our message needs to fit the message we're trying to deliver. We can't attempt to deliver a two-hour-long message in 60 seconds. It doesn't work. You know, you, no, it's know it, not for us. you fit the content to the mechanism in which you're delivering it. And, and that's a hard thing to do, I will admit. Uh, it is a hard thing to do. So again, this is not an attack on Ben. In fact, if anyone even tries to attack him, I will say this. Go, go away right now and stop. <laughs> because Ben is still a good friend. I still respect him. I still support him. I just maybe disagree with him on this. And that is fine. We can disagree on things and still be friends and still love one another. With that being said, let's listen to this video and then we'll come back to this
2: i came across an article in which the author says and i quote i am beyond thankful for the pain and suffering that i have experienced i am overwhelmed with gratitude for my trials i don't think that's right let me take you back to the good word first thessalonians five eighteen says to be thankful in all circumstances Now, where does it say in that verse that I'm supposed to be thankful for difficult situations? Wait, it doesn't say that. Nobody's thankful for hard times, and that's okay. You don't have to be thankful for them. Be thankful in them. Be thankful for the breath you just breathed. Be thankful for the new day that awaits you tomorrow. Be thankful for the moment you have now. Face each moment, each trial, each day with a spirit of gratitude that's what counts you don't have to fake being thankful for hard times
0: okay there we go mm. I, had, I had to kill the page there so didn't mm. I, I accidentally mm. spin it back up again because i've actually had that issue with uh this web page uh tiktok's webpage is not the most elegant
1: web page in the world well it's a, it's tiktok it's it's a chinese company i mean oh i don't know anything about that (laughs) i just know it's called tiktok yeah i know
0: yeah anyways regardless of the fact so that was the video uh that caught my attention uh when he posted it and i had some thoughts on it but before i went into what my thoughts were i wanted to hear what mr johnson's thoughts were on it again do not attack him comment on the thoughts yes i'm talking to you i'm talking to everyone okay i said boy talking about it and uh, just talking about everyone because i want to make it very clear this is not um this is not an attack ben campaign this this is uh he brought up a position and i i thought it deserved some critique and because i had different thoughts and i don't know what aaron's thoughts are honestly and i told aaron this I did not send him the video to pre-watch this ahead of time because I did not want to, A, taint his ideas, or, B, let him think so hard and deep on it that <laughs> he, he had, like, this formulaic response. i wanted to hear his gut off-the-cuff reaction to it. So, that being said, Mr. Aaron, the floor is yours.
1: <sighs> Yay. Um, I guess listening back to it, because this is the second time I've heard it. <sighs> I feel like the, the main part that gets me about it is at the end is where you don't have to, th- like, fake being thankful for a hard time. Because, I mean, yeah, going into any hard time is never fun, mm-hmm. and it's not our natural thing to be like, I well it's not natural for us to be, like, thankful or have gratitude for what's going on. I mean, yes, there's a whole, you know, you still have, as you said, you still, I mean, you take another breath. You can still breathe. You're still living. You're still going on. Like, obviously, there's tons to be thankful for in any circumstance. But I guess I, I don't know. I guess I would, I guess I would say that you can be thankful for hard, difficult times. Because I feel like if you never have difficult times, you're not going to learn anything. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say you have to go through something difficult to learn stuff i mean but i mean it it puts you to the test and it works who you are as a person and things like i mean obviously the biggest one physically for me in my life was my first motorcycle accident um and with that like it shows me well one it it showed me how much i took for you would take for granted on a daily basis just like things i can do granted i mean i can now still i can do everything that i can think of that i would normally do it's just more difficult in some circumstances like moving like if helping anybody move furniture or whatever like my right arm can only twist so far so i can only grab certain items certain ways so there's that um but (laughs) It still makes me thankful that I can... I mean, cause I guess you could say that still, I'm st- still in a difficult situation. I'm still thankful for it because I can still use my arm. And it's taught me many things not to take for granted, I suppose. So in a sense, yes, I am thankful for the difficult time in that. Because it's shown me what I wasn't appreciative of in the first place. Well, as appreciative as I could and should be of. Like playing drums and guitar... That takes more work now to do than it did back then. And as far as the drumming stuff goes, it's just more work right now anyways, because I'm a lot more out of shape than I used to be. But with my arms in general, like my left wrist will hurt after a while, depending on how long and how hard I play. My right wrist can get a little funky on certain movements that I make. So yeah, that's one example. Um, And any like... Gosh... I don't know. I guess I, I see what he's saying though. Like I get it to a point because it's like, yeah, it's when you get into a tough time, you don't like to be thankful for whatever it is that's going on. That's tough. But then often, I would say more often than not, you're not thinking about what you are going to or you are learning as that time is going on. Because yeah, what I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm. Taking this out and not i don't know reading it or thinking of it quite correctly, but oh, come on, and there's I'm trying to think of another passage I can't think of what it is um uh but there's the whole thing of James one verse two I mean now I've heard this explained definitely different ways in the past, but I mean, it says count on all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds for, you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Now it's trying to think of how I've heard those like messages on that passage being addressed, but it's like, it's not like you're going to go out and purposely try and get yourself in difficult situations and be joyful about it. But it's just it's just a reminder to know, I guess to me, thinking about it, as far as I know, with I guess I don't know. It's when you get into those difficult times. Don't necessarily you may not necessarily show like this all happy joy, like woo thing. But it's just a reminder knowing you that you're growing and developing more as a human and in your faith, if you're a person of faith. You're growing more in that. And the more you grow I would say that's a good thing and the better off you're going to become as just a human in general. So it's like, I would say, yes, I am thankful for the difficult times in life because it's helped me learn something and grow more. Um, I guess I don't go out and boast about it in excitement when I'm having a hard time because yeah, nobody likes going through that. So that's, I don't know, I guess that's all I can think of at the moment, but it's like, yeah, I guess <laughs> the biggest thing again th- that really I guess kind of gave me a weird feeling was the whole faking being f- to fake being thankful for a hard time because
0: f- I don't know. I guess why fake it? Oh, that's a fair question. Why why fake being thankful if you're not actually, actually thankful for something? Thankful, yeah. I think what I think that's what, very I I think, stuff, I, I think what the speaker was getting at was more along the lines of some people may feel that they have to be thankful for every hard situation and even if they're not thankful they're putting on a, this little fake face of saying oh I'm thankful even yeah. though I'm even though I'm not
1: <laughs> right well yes yeah you you'll get people that are I mean like that and it's i mean in time or with some, depending on the person, like you'll either kind of know right away whether they're being genuine about that or not. But then, yeah, I can see how like, yeah, you can get some people that really just over dramatize and over exaggerate stuff and just make it seem like this really weird. They're on this whole new high level of something weird. Yeah. And just to boost whatever it is they want boosted i don't know yeah
0: when i was listening to so again i'm not bashing ben at all because i I know him i love him he's a good guy um i I just disagree with this but uh personally when i was listening to that like the thing that caught my attention was there was so much emphasis on the word in oh yeah because he's like well it says in yeah Okay, yes, it says in in that and this is where we get down to English being such an imprecise language. Oh yeah. Um I Some I have
1: other translations. Well,
0: like I have a, a website up with a bunch of other translations. Now, obviously I've talked about this before. There's a translation called the message. The message is not a direct one to one translation, it's more like of a paraphrase of a translation to make it, I guess you could say, easier to read you know type Mm -hmm. of deal they translate it as be cheerful no matter what pray all the time thank god no matter what happens this is the way god wants you who belong to christ jesus to live so Mm -hmm. you know it gets rid of that that pesky word in or through Mm -hmm. or all that other stuff but you you look at all these other translations you know it says no matter what happens always be thankful for this is god's will for you who belong to christ jesus that's the living bible translation You look at the, or was it, the ASV, the American Standard. You know, that gives, you know, back the in everything give thanks. You know, so there's those lines that have that where it's like, oh yeah, in everything. So, you know, you're able to, depending on your translation, you're going to get different wordage, you're going to get different verbiage, and you can make things say what you want to say without them saying what they actually say. Mm-hmm. which and that's and that can happen across the board so i'm not just i'm not like saying he is a heretic and he's causing us i'm like no. anyone can make things and we're all guilty of this we all pick and choose various things and text to read and to say what we want to say to prove and back our point but i look at it this way you know let, let let's move beyond the in statement you know that you know beyond the the phrasing of in you know Let's look at the the way that we grow as humans. We grow, as you kind of pointed out, through trials and tribulations. We grow through those things which are rough and hard for us. We grow in those things which push us. No, mm-hmm. well, at least the most from, for sure, I would well, say. Well, no, even okay, when you were a drummer, mm-hmm. you were just starting out, right? Uh, I'm, mm-hmm. So we're talking young, young Aaron. You know, young, oh, yeah. young, young, young baby. You know, you would you would start out, and you would have these little exercises you had to. The rudiments, and you're like, "Why am I doing these?" I'm sure,
1: especially as <laughs> well, a young kid, huh? I'll say, when I was a young kid, I was like, "Oh, I'll get everything down in like six weeks, and I won't need to." <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're still working on. Them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I
0: know, but but that's the thing. What do you do? You start off practicing the basics.
1: Yeah, well, I guess, and I'm saying, like, because I mean, starting the, ba- I mean, that's it wasn't. Heart. Well, okay. I can't say that. No, it it doesn't necessarily have to be hard. That's what
0: yeah. but, but you're you're constantly going at it, right? Oh yeah. And as you go through it, you're like, Okay, I got a little more confidence. Now I'm gonna add something a little bit more difficult onto my yeah. plate. You do that. Yeah. Oh, you've grown some more. You add something more difficult onto your plate. You do that. Now mm-hmm. Now, I'm not comparing the, something like drumming to, like, a motorcycle accident or oh, the no, loss no, no. of a child yeah. or the loss of a parent. Not comparing those two. They Those are apples to oranges. They are nowhere near similar in that regard. Nope. But you grow through that natural progression. You have people who are, you know, those jacked bodybuilders. <sighs> you know, they're Scary. not... The way they're growing is not through doing the same amount of weights all the time, they're pushing themselves through those trials every time. They're doing something harder and harder and harder. That's how we grow. We grow through things that are harder that push us to our limits. And these trials, these hard times, whether we're thankful for them or not, we don't have to always be thankful for them, okay? I I agree with that part. We don't always have to be thankful for them. But through these things, there are things to be found to be thankful for. And be thankful for those situations, like you were mm-hmm. talking about with your motorcycle accident. You know, you learn to be a little more thankful for the fact that, of the things that you would take for granted. Yeah, you know, I, I'm thankful for a lot of things that I went through that I still don't wish on people at all. No. You know, I'm thankful for, and this sounds weird. Okay, so take this how you will. It sounds weird. I am thankful for. The fact that my dad passed away when he did, when I was younger. Hmm. Okay. It sounds weird when I say that, right? You're like, you don't want your dad
1: there. <laughs>
0: no, no, I, if I could have everything I, you know, perfect, my dad would, no, he wouldn't be alive still. He'd be too old <laughs> <for> at <that> this point, <laughs> but he'd be alive at least longer, yeah. you know, could have had my first beer with him or something like that, you know, something like that, yeah. but didn't happen. But I'm still thankful for it because it gave me a perspective It gave me a way to connect with people who are hurting with things, to be sympathetic to them. It gave me a way to look at the world slightly differently than everyone else who's still living at home and growing up with their parents. Mm -hmm. Not singling you out or anything. I'm just saying in (laughs) general, because that's kind of the popular trend right now, is that people your age are still living at home with your parents. Okay. So it gives me, so I'm grateful for that because I'm able to connect with people in a different manner. You know, when people are having those issues, I can say, yeah, I get it. You know, and literally, I can say, when I say I get it, I'm not bluffing it. I'm not saying, oh, I get what it's like to lose a parent. It's, no, I actually do. Going through depression, I would not wish that on my worst enemy. Saddam Hussein himself could still be alive and I say, no, you, I do not wish that on him. Hitler could be alive. Be like, Do not wish that on him. Hmm. Hitler should be in jail if he was still alive, but I still do not wish depression on him. Okay. But that has given me a different perspective. So I'm grateful for going through that because Mm -hmm. I can connect with other people on a completely different way than before. I didn't even think about that aspect of it yet. You know, and so these hard times, they suck going through them. And I agree with, with what Ben said, that, you know, while you're going through it, be thankful for, you know, another day. Be thankful for that breath, for the breakfast, you know, all that. You know, the the stuff that we take as mundane but mm-hmm. is required for our daily lives. Be thankful for that. Yes, agree 100%. Oh, yeah. But when we go through those hard times, we also need to look back on what we learned through them. Because if we look back on that, we will find out that there are things to be thankful for because of going through that, that we now know, or we can now sympathize with, or we have learned that we would not have had we not gone through that process. Mm-hmm. And it sucks to say it because we hate
1: pain. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely not a fan of it. Don't like getting myself in those situations. And you look at um, how, how how do you sharpen? Okay,
0: how do you sharpen your knives? <laughs>
1: The sharpening kit <laughs>
0: yeah, but what, what but what's actually happening I mean, in that sharpening kit?
1: what's happening in it? I mean, grinding away the old bad what's well, re it's yeah, it's grinding away the old, yeah, it's, it's getting rid of the stuff that's worn
0: out and worn down and and it makes it sharper or yeah. sharp again, I should yeah. say, you know sharper it from, can be
1: sharper than when you got it,
0: yeah, but, but um, well, that's what I'm saying, it's making it sharp so. again, you know,' because maybe your knife has gotten dull and oh, yeah. it needs to be just sometimes honestly that's what happens when we encounter a rough patch you know you see all these this concept of um uh midlife crisis and that you know people who are <laughs> yeah. getting older and they just don't feel as confident and all that and they need to do something to recapture their youth and all that and some of that is good some of it not so much you know aaron's mm-hmm. going through a quarter life crisis right now <laughs> i'm kidding uh, well, it's okay <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: um but You know, you go through that thing and you're like, what can I refine in my life to get, to make me get to where I want to be? You know, poor life crisis, midlife crisis, three quarters life crisis, end of life crisis, whatever, you know, what happens? You know, I'd look at my uncle, you know, I'm sure he was not very appreciative of going through cancer when he did, Mm. but now he's on the other side of it, right? He can look back. Here's the things he learned on how to change his life to make his life better. That now he has a better quality of life because of that. I'm not saying you go, oh, I got my results back. I have cancer. Woohoo! I have cancer! Yeah!
1: That's nuts. There
0: is a way and a time to grieve the fact of, oh, I got a long road ahead of me. Mm -hmm. There is something that I need to fight and, and it's okay. But at the same time. If we just look at it as this pure negative, every time something goes wrong, we're back to the olden days of, oh, you must have sinned and therefore you got
1: sick. (laughs) You're being disciplined for your wrongs.
0: Instead of looking at it of the long of line of an opportunity. Yeah. And that's a completely different mindset to think of it. Because you don't think of something as an opportunity while you're going through it. You know, you have the death of the loved one. You're not, this is my opportunity to love others. (laughs) No, that's not what you're thinking (laughs) of. You're thinking of, I just lost my spouse. I just lost my kid. I just lost my parent. I just lost grandma, grandpa, whatever. Mm -hmm. You're going, this hurts. This sucks. I hate it. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. You Because in the immediate moment, there is nothing wrong with grieving. In fact, it is good to grieve. You don't grieve, you're going to cause more problems for yourself later on. But if you're not looking then for those opportunities of like, yeah, this sucks, my my buddy died. You know, I, I think back in, you know, just last year, it's, that's, that's weird. Mm. It's only been a year since my buddy Nathaniel passed away, mm. you know. And all, all that was, that was going up to just sucked. You know, I, I'll admit that that was, a, you know, but that was me as his friend that it sucked. His wife and his kids mm. had to watch this whole thing. But then watching his wife react how she does. And she goes, God is working through the cancer mm. to affect the other people in the community. She goes, Yes, this sucks. I lost my husband. But all these other people were touched because of this. She wasn't mm. looking at it as, a, as the whole of it just sucks. She's looking at it as what opportunities is God bringing into their lives through that process. And you know what? That is a very mature way to look at it. It is very hard to look at it that way.
1: Absolutely.
0: Because you have to look beyond that immediate emotional reaction, that gut punch to you that says, someone I love is dying. How can I serve God today? Yeah. And people out there go, well, that is just a very flawed way of thinking about it. And I look at them and I have to say, no, the way you're looking at it of me not being thankful for a hard situation, but in a hard situation is completely different. And I think it is perfectly acceptable to be thankful for a hard situation. And you don't have to be thankful for it during the situation. You can be thankful for it after. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I feel like generally that's how it goes, too, for most.
0: Yeah, I mean, because during the middle of it, for the most part, you're going to be pretty... Tired. Well, blunt. you're going to be tired or you're going to be just emotionally drained or yeah. whatever else, for whatever reasons going on. You I'm know? working on a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, like... dealing with it and whatnot. You know, something happens. I, let's say something happens, like I lose my job, Right. But then because I lost my job, this other thing just popped up out of nowhere. And I can look at it as two ways. Oh, what a quinky ding! I lose my job and none of that comes up. Or I can go, it was because I had to be in a place where I was no longer dependent on my job for me to realize that this position, this opportunity came along and was a good up op- oh, uh, where I'm supposed to be going. Mm-hmm. Because... Let's be honest. When we're in a job we like, we get comfortable. And we stop looking around for other things. And even when this art thing is over here, like blaring like a red light in the distance saying, come here, come hither. This is where you're supposed to go next. We go, I like it here. Exactly. Uh, and then something happens where we lose our job and we go, I hate this. I do not want, I don't like this. But this entire time, this has been over here going Hey, you lost it because
1: you're supposed to come over here. This is the next step. Yep. Boy. Or girl, or whatever. Okay, Bryce. (laughs) 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 He'd be a cool one to have on the show. (laughs) So
0: when it's, when it comes down to it, be thankful for all that. Because I can't, I can't, I literally cannot count. I know I just said that. I know, I just said' so shush. <laughs> I cannot count on my hands on that, the number of times that I can look back at those hard times in my life, which at the time I was very unthankful for, very, um, you could say, almost resistant to the fact that they were happening. But now I can look back at it and say, I'm grateful for these things because I learned, I grew I sharpened, I became better, and I came out the other end of this completely different than how I went in. Mm. I still may not wish that experience on others, and I hate that that happened in every sense, but I'm also thankful for it because it taught me a new way of looking and thinking about things before than I would ever have had I not gone through that. I would not be the person I am had it not been for those difficulties. And I think about that, and that makes me question some things, like, would I be as compassionate as I am to, towards people had I not done this? You know, had these things not happened to me. Would I be living where I am had certain things not happened to me? Had I, would I not be as close to my family had, you know, very sad things happened? And you get to start playing this game of what if. And as soon as you start playing that game of what if, you start looking back on those very painful things, that you can go, Wow, I'm glad I went through that. I'm thankful for that crazy, difficult, depressing, hard time. Hmm. And then to hear people say, Well, you shouldn't be necessarily thankful for the hard times, makes me feel honestly a little sad for them that they don't realize. The growth and the opportunities that can come from these things. The changes in not only your character, but how you see the world and that. That evolve from just boring to vibrancy. Now, I know the big one you're thinking of is probably like your first motorcycle accident. But I'm sure if you took the time to kind of sit back, reflect, maybe have a beer in your hand while you do it, and a cigar in the other. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure you could think of others besides the motorcycle that maybe weren't as um, dramatic <laughs> as, right. as the no. motorcycle. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying go, you have to start listing them right now, or I I'm not saying, well, that. but I'm saying you could price mm-hmm. if you took time to sit back and relax a little bit and think back on your life on those big moments where you changed mm. those in the in the ones where you changed and there was difficult thing associated with them that was painful or hurtful or hard, you can go, yeah, I guess I am thankful for those things
1: that did happen. <laughs> I can think of, granted, <laughs> kind of, I, I mean, I mean, they're not, I mean, yes, they weren't like difficult in a sense. They're just frustrating, mm-hmm. but like, I remember all like the silly little, like, I guess like friend fights, brewer and i would get into uh, before yeah. i say before and after you were around but like i don't know it's it was weird because yeah i feel like there was definitely times where i thought we would never be friends again which this sucked because it's like we i mean we weren't such good friends and what i i can't remember a lot of the stuff that whatever caused the stupid little hissy fits But it's, like, to a point, like, as time has gone on, it's only helped me kind of understand him more. And then, one, I I mean, it's, like, now it's, like, I don't know. I I might as well just be considered legally brothers, I guess, at this point. (laughs) Sure, we'll go off brothers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. But, I mean, yeah, I... There's, yeah, as you said, there's so many different, like, I don't know, instances where difficult things have happened where it's like, again, yeah, when you're looking back on it, it's like, had this not happened, I, I would be a little bit different today. But yeah. and sometimes we can think it's <laughs> for the better or for the worse, but we don't know. know how everything's supposed to be until time keeps going. And eventually we'll find out and learn more and more and why we are the way we are.
0: Yeah, and you know, we can always look back in hindsight and, you know, it's like, okay, we, you know, sometimes you go I wish this then happened whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a classic episode of Star Trek the Next Generation. I know you're not a Trekkie, so that you, <laughs> you, you, you The fact that you don't know this episode, yeah, it's whatever. Anyways, <laughs> so uh one of the main characters, Captain Jean-Luc Picard, uh he's mm-hmm. the like Baldish captain, he goes make it so, engage, all <laughs> that sort of stuff, right? So you have Jean-Luc Picard, and then you have this um essentially like a omnipotent, omni, omniscient being, Um, you know, it's supposed to be like they call themselves essentially like a, they're, they call their species like gods, you know, because they have all this power, and it's like magic, you know, there's no explanation given, they just have these abilities Um in their species, and the character, which is isn't confusing at all. So the species and the character share the same name, and the name is Q, as in the letter Q. Okay. And Q is trying to, I guess, teach Picard something about how our difficulties in life shape who we are and change us, right? And so what happened is, in Picard's youth, he got into a fight with uh, another group of aliens called Nausicaans. And essentially got, uh, I forget, I think it was like stab or something, where his heart had to be replaced with the artificial heart, you know, because it got damaged. <laughs> and, and Q's like, well, what would happen if you'd never gotten to that fight and you were more controlled and less impulsive back then? And Q's like, boom, and he made it happen. And all of a sudden, Picard finds himself in his current timeline but he's no longer the captain of a ship. He's just a scientist on a vessel who's very meek and mild because he forcefully controlled himself in the past because, you know, as he grew older, he learned how to control himself better, his impulses and that. You know, as a young guy, you might be more low, more prone to throw a fist fight. and he was very much, you know, trying to be the alpha male of the group, trying to impress a woman, whatever he was trying to do, trying to show off, and he realized the fact that He didn't, he forced himself to restrain at that young age instead of learning what the consequences of things were. He never took risks then. Because he never took risks, he never advanced beyond his low position in life. And he just sat there being, you know, an average person. You know, and it's not saying that the other people on the ship who, you know, haven't advanced that far are bad people. It's just saying... Jean-Luc Picard, because he never learned to take risks, because, you know, his future self kind of influenced his old self, of him never getting into that fight sort of thing because of Q's influence. Yeah. Wrap your head around all the time yeah. travel stuff involved in that. Yeah. Never mind. Um, but because of that, you know, because he never got into that fight, because he never learned what the consequences were and the what risk-taking was and how to be metered with that and how to you know go about things carefully in life he had a completely different life yeah and at the end because he could remember what his life was like before the change before q changed him over like he's like q change me back let me get that damaged heart again let me get that artificial heart so i know in my younger age what it's like to take risks and what it's like to, to ha- what the consequences of those are. And uh, so as he's doing that, it's then like, okay, you're back to your normal timeline. You're now captain. So someone literally had to have their heart destroyed. It had to be thankful for it in order to be back in his captaincy. Does that make sense? Captaincy. So, yeah. He had to be a, cap- to be a captain saying. again, you know? And <laughs> and And it, it kind of shows that whole concept of, Sometimes you need to be thankful for these hard things because these hard things are what make us who we are. These hard things are what allow us to grow in the correct ways that this is where we're supposed to be. And if we didn't grow in those ways, who knows where we'd end up. We'd be end up, you know, making Velcro for the rest of our lives. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Just remember, I got you that strap to keep your stand together. Hmm i know (laughs) it it wasn't a jab at you but i'm just saying
0: you know instead of being the captain of a starship enterprise he was just a helper yeah (laughs) yeah this is true all because he avoided the one hardship in his life And, and i'll admit there are times when i look back and i'm like i wish there was a way i could go back and stop this from happening oh yeah but then that that show brings up the the fundamental question of how would I change as a person then if that never happened? And we never stopped to think about that. We never stopped to think about all these things along the paths of our lives that allowed us to grow into the men and women that we have become. Right. We think only about the here and now and the pain. And not what that future potential may be of this item, this event, this hardship, this annoyance, this...
1: Inconvenient.
0: Oh, uh, no. Let's say this little squabble that squabble. you two get into. Squabble. You wobble. and Josh.
1: <laughs>
0: we never think of what the consequences and ramifications of those things are. We think about the immediate short. And this is America as a whole. We think about the short-term gains and consequences instead of the long-term gains and consequences. And unfortunately, that thought has permeated as permeated our human culture and how we think of pain the church as a whole would not be what it was without the persecution that would under there's a phrase out there and i know i've said this before hard times make good men good men make easy times easy times make soft men i was gonna say weak weak men soft men Soft men. Mm -hmm. soft men make hard times hard times make good men never-ending hmm. cycle. It is a never-ending cycle. But what it gets to is those bad times, we kind of toughen up and we do what we need to do to survive. But and because of that, we make good times. But as soon as we make those good times, it then makes the next generation, quote-unquote, soft, weak. <laughs> and, oh. that, and that happens to us on a personal level. Hard times makes us stronger. Us being stronger allows us to endure and be able to make things around us better. And sometimes by making things around us better, we get too comfortable, and then things collapse and go bad. And then we start that cycle all over again. Mm. And it's a vicious cycle, too. So, be thankful for hard times. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to be thankful for them while you're going through them. But afterwards, reflect back on them. Be thankful for the things that you were able to learn and grow from, from them. And then say, hey, God, yeah, I didn't enjoy this, but thank you
1: he still got to throw it
0: yep and you know and I and I agree people who say you know the the platitude of God won't give you more than you can handle that's a very genericizing the whole concept of everything going on and that's a platitude that's just to kind of make you feel good at the time because sometimes things happen and God allows things to happen that just suck okay joke. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so I do not agree with the platitude of God will not give you more than you can handle. But at the same time, I do agree with the platitude of be thankful for all things in all things, including the horrendous crap that comes our way every single week, no matter what happens. Because ultimately, in the end, the only thing that we can be thankful for is God and the growth that he allows us to have as we continue to go down this journey that we call life